You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Everybody is half dead. Everybody avoids everybody. All over the place, in most situations, most all of the time. I know I'm one of those everybody. And to me, it is terrible. And so all I'm trying to do all the time is just to open people up so they can feel themselves and let themselves be open to somebody else. That is all. Welcome to Popular Nobody. We don't care if you're famous. Just make sure what you create is fly as fuck. What is this? My name is Ariano. This is the Popular Nobody Podcast, Episode 2. We are on the Wake the Flock Up Network. No genres. We got hip hop as the foundation. But we're gonna spread our wings. Starting it off with Curtis King. My life made a change overnight yeah. You wouldn't believe how I soared over heights uh-huh. Toured 40 states for more than 40 nights With a smile on my face and Noah James, I'm alright But that right there, that was the tip of the iceberg Thought I saw the future, but you know how life works A year after being 42 on the iTunes I split from the label cause my life was a typhoon I had doubts, so many doubts Go back to my lyrics, bruh Fresher than a riddle that I just now figured out As I pin this gym from a brand new house, boy Pin that gym from your brand new house This is what I daydream from my grandma couch Put that ring on your brand new spouse This is what I didn't hear from my ex's mouth And this is where my mindset sits right now You better believe in with the shits right now This is the moment your last kiss right now I'm on the shore where the fish might drown This is the moment I take risk right now This, this, this is the moment we get rich right now This is a moment we need a moment of silence This was a moment of privacy that I wrote on the island Welcome to Popular Nobody. And I don't know where I'm going. Welcome to Popular Nobody, y'all. Raging Waters. Ariano here. Episode 2. We got an exclusive interview with Born Allah. We're going to be talking about the good life. Underground LA hip hop. What it's like to be a so-called Muslim in America right now. Play some good music. Have some good conversation. 
This is popular than nobody. Two jumps in a week, but you think that's pretty clever, don't you, boy? Flying on your motorcycle, watching on ground beneath you drop. You kill yourself for recognition, kill yourself to never. That's Radiohead. Classic. Like I said, we got an interview coming out with Born Allah. Before we do that, we're gonna get into some DJ Khaled. Now, no, 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 I know. Some of y'all gonna hate on DJ Khaled. I don't give a fuck, bro. If you make a good song, that's all that matters, man. I don't have to like your whole catalog. What you know about Scarface? What you know about Nas? Popping to nobody. Welcome to Popping to Nobody. Premiere on the cuts. That would be the most that I would give to her. She left me stranded in my nightmares. Taking pictures of my memories. She writes them. Twisting on the blade in my heartbeat. Always on my mind so I can't sleep She used to tell me she was all mine Now the only way I see the broad is online I'm doing drugs trying to feel you I'm killing me trying to kill you I built my whole life around you I thought I found it all when I found her Shopping sprees on whatever coast How'd you really feel I may never know and as I ride through these streets with my head on my heat, eyes red from the sweet side, realize some things never change once in love and it's gone. You don't look at it the same, man. Fuck love, cause she don't live here. I'm soaking blood, but I'm still here. Hip hop, heartbreak, straight lace, deep bass, 808s plus the mixtapes. Got a nigga feeling like an open lecture. Get away, now you're all in the lectures. Being studied by the college's professors. Now I regret the day I met ya. I'll be the first one to say it. She ain't the one you wanna play with. I'll fuck hip hop. And if, and if, and if uh. I cry two tears for that would be the most that I can give to her. I am Joseph, Daryl, Jason, Dr. Dre, O'Shea, and a host of those who passed away. Today, I'm Drake, I'm Wayne, 2 Chain. You say you want to rap to this bitch, you must commit. Then you're a slave to your grave. You won't get out, you cannot quit. She menstruates weekly. Her vibe covers keep you warm, but the source to her heart is love. Word up, right on, you know how girls are. She love when you licking on her world star, kissing on her belly. Trick on her at Onyx. Confused fans think that she illuminates demonic, but she's the object of my affections, God's essence, God. She bought me Bentleys, Brightlands, made some friends resent me for writing about my life. They thought I should have stayed quiet. She took me to places I would have never saw without her. And she took me for my girl powder. I'll doubt I'll ever be the same. Uh, hollow be thy name. Give me strength so I don't do the stain. Like Orenthal James, Brad warn me. While driving this all born Ferrari. Never following her games. I fuck around and I'll be sorry. But I try to use the rider for dollars, not the fame. 
guzzling on Cupsaline. She's a middle-aged cougar, showing young as the dream. Noticed she wasn't breathing for a second, then I screamed, she's dead. And everybody took it out on Nasty. I was just looking out for my music family. Wasn't trying to claim her to myself, she's yours. You can have her, she's a motherfucking whore. I fuck hip-hop. Be on the way to block up network. Cheers for some LA underground history and talk about some current events popular nobody this call is now being recorded <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen this is Ariana listening to popular nobody podcast episode 2 I'm very happy to have a fellow artist and friend born a lot on the show today What's going on, peace? What's good? I can't call a soldier. What's good with you, man? How are you? I'm good, man. I just realized um, it might not be day. It might not be night. Um, this is a worldwide show, so whoever is listening, good evening, good night, whatever. Um, very to ha- I'm very, very happy to have you on the show, man. How is life treating you? I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm good, brother. This is a good time right now, man. I'm feeling good about it, man. Things musically, uh, you know, creatively, my family life. I'm just this is a good time in the empire. <laughs> That's what's up, brother. Yeah, no question. And it's funny because your background is very similar to mine. I was born in New York and raised in Los Angeles. And I've been here in Los Angeles since I was four years old, man. So uh, a lot of all my, you know, I went through a phase where I went back to New York and everything, man. But musically, on the West Side, and you got to think, you know, coming up, I'm sold through disco era. My parents had me at relatively young ages, so they was disco out and all that and everything. So those are my early influences, soul music and disco, you know. But coming up on my side, and keep in mind, I'm on the West Side, a lot of music in Los Angeles which you look at as the most popular stuff with the gangbang music or the, uh, you know, the active music, the NWA bloodline is what I like to call it, um, or the Dr. Dre bloodline in Los Angeles where you get all the stuff that L.A. is popular for. But then you have the other end of the spectrum, which was most people will call backpack hip-hop or lyricism and stuff like that. That bloodline really comes from the good life. Now explain you know, to people, let's, let's, let's give people... You know, for people in LA, the good life, okay, they're going to get that. But explain the impact of what the good life was to and and is to LA and how that also, you know, brought the attention to the rest of the country and actually also shined light on people that were coming through town. Things like, right, exactly, because that was it, because that's where people came to get their style from. 
that bloodline. You got to think that bloodline, which predates that, is the MC Aces, which is basically the foundation of Freestyle Fellowship. You know, uh, me and LA Cool were super West Side. Well, they all was from the jungle. We were all West Side kids, which is stuff was west of Crenshaw. You had the East Side music stuff, or were actually I east of uh, the One Tenth Freeway. The East Side stuff, the Compton, and all that other stuff, which in the Long Beach, that stuff founded more of the gangster rap that we know of and stuff. But the hip hop and authentic, real b boy stuff that took place in Los Angeles, because you got to think in New York, uh, hip hop was a founded. New York, so a lot of it was the imitation. So I'm talking about the West Side guys that was walking around with belt buckles, you know what I'm saying, and the Adidas and the Converse and stuff like that, and mimicking them, got the Kangos and everything. Those West Side dudes were the real B-boys and the lyricists out of the West Coast, the guys that was actually mimicking, you know, the look and everything that, you know, was new and fresh. I mean, everybody did it, but in L.A., it was one of the things where you like, oh, you, everybody always tried to claim some type of link with New York because of hip-hop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I remember that. You know, like, yeah, and even out here, like, I, I remember my first pair, of, I got my bootleg pair of gazelles and shit out of the liquor store. They used to have them up on the thing and shit, all the different colors, you know what I'm saying? You get them in there for, like, I think it was $5 and shit like that. So you get that, and then you have also the Veterans Auditorium scene, which was, like, out in California, you had dance crews. Um, a lot of the early hip-hop dancing and stuff that you see that's popular now, a lot of that comes from those dance crews that used to take place in the uh, mid to late 80s in Los Angeles. And the Veterans Auditorium, they used to do these shows um, called, called Ultra Wave. And with Ultra Wave, like you saw, like Ice-T had a good influence in there as far as like um, TDF. When TDF was part of, I associated Too Damn Fresh. Those are like the early real MCs in LA that was super popular, had a, a place to go and perform all the time, you know? And it's so funny because uh, the brothers in TDF is actually people who grew up with E-Rule from Listen Up. And his, okay. you know, yeah, he ruined Listen Up and, and that famous pop, popular classic hip hop single. He got out the roots of that come through T um, TDF. And then, like I said, you have the MC Aces, which is the foundation of, to the fellowship, which was AC alone. Mike and Nine, Spoon Iodine. You had L.A. Cool that was doing his thing. I can't recall the crew that he was down with. My original crew was called Bedrock Crew. Um, that I first started rhyming with. So that is like the foundation because all those people flocked to the good life. Popular nobody. You're listening to an exclusive interview with Born Allah. My name is Ariano. You're on the Wake the Flock Up Network and this is Popular Nobody. We got more of that interview coming up. Right now we're going to get into some Born Allah's music. This is popping to nobody. Let's Long go. Jeremy, you a nut for this right here, man. Bananas. Let's feed the gorillas. Yeah. West Coast, man. Welcome to Popular Nobody. We go all in, or you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I told him to repent. 
Stop blaspheming in the spit. We had communion, burned the bush, and pulled the fifth. Prophesied the end, the serving of many men. Hip hop is dead, but if I take a rapper's head, I swear to live again. Uh, the game is flooded, I'ma part the Red Sea, cause these niggas can't swim. I'm a 40 year old nigga rhyming, I'm all in. I'ma do this and hustle until I win and hit the pin. All glory. Praise to the B-Boy Pressure on his rapper's neck like Lady Nimoy Hold my dick posing for flicks in the tabloids Getting for they publishing like they signed the bad boy Yeah boy, cold as the gods of Medina Standing in my square next to a chick thick as Selena Twisting my chiba Just anticipating having to lay hands on one of you bitch ass niggas uh. When we do, I say we go all in We go all in Or you nothing I'm ducking the noose in my past life. I was a slave that broke loose, chewing chunks of forbidden fruit. Ooh, look how daddy do. You wanna pay me, baby? Hey, I ain't mad at you. Pasture offerings, the Kush got a brother coughing. Slid some cubes in my yak down, steady mobbing. Streets is watching these youngsters, guns is popping. Mom's too busy to watch them, she club hopping and bill popping. I hear guns cocking in my sleep. I wake up with money on my mind and hard meat. White man wanna take me out with shackles on my feet. Good Grief, don't pay me no mind, I'm trying to eat. If somebody cut a check for talking greasy on the beat, if not, I'ma get me some work and take it to the streets. I smoke bomb weed and quote 120 degrees. I like my money with dead white folks and all green. Now I mean, when we do, I say we go all in, we go all in, or you nothing. Yeah. In the mid to late 80s, there was a seed planted in Los Angeles. It's called The Good Life. It spread around the world. One of the founding members was born Allah. Let's continue our conversation. Popular nobody. When The Good Life started popping, like all these different people who were doing things individually and knew about each other, it was in the battle scene, uh, at um, uh, Radiotron and stuff like that, as far as, you know, getting it in and the battles happened, uh, World on Wheels on, in um, LA as well. All those people that used to frequent them spots, started flocking to the good life. All the real MCs. Then you bring in CVE and the Bayou Tens and the, you know, uh, Rebels of Rhythm and Unity Committee. All those people who started drawing into to the good life. And then from the good life, you had people coming in there biting those styles. Like when Ice Cube started doing his thing with the uh, uh, Gorilla uh, uh, Lynch Mob and the uh, Gorillas yeah. and the Mist album and all that. All that styles come from his J.A. coming there in them tapes, yeah, coming out out of the good life. You know, Snoop Dogg would have been in there. RBX had been up in there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a lot that song of... Here, the, that song here, RBX, and, and yeah, a lot of people realize it's like a lot of the so-called quote-unquote gangster heads, um, they they respect, they know what's up with the good life. Like you're talking about. Right. And, and, and also, real quick, just to, you know, to comment, it's like <clears throat> the whole thing, in my opinion, about like, well, it didn't sound like West Coast hip hop. Um, like the media called the what West Coast music was doing at the time, they called it gangster rap. 
Right. So by doing it that, they they were trying to limit the sound. It's like when somebody says, well, you don't sound black, or you don't sound this. Like, well, you're saying that somebody can't be a million different things, you know? Right. And, and, right. and, and hip-hop has a million different sounds and a million different things. So, like, what you guys were doing for me, in my opinion, was the same type of like journalism, reflection, and feeling like they were doing in Queens. It, mm -hmm. It's just uh, because the, the media didn't know how to label it. It felt like <laughs> then it's called like backpack or something. But right, yeah. right, right. They put these titles, and I only use the terms just because I know people are familiar with it. But I have no, better I, understanding. <laughs> You know, and I do it too as well. I was just, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then also, even with um, with with them brothers was doing, man, with the gangster music, man, really is very reminiscent. If you have any education in music, man, if you think about the early uh, like uh, last poets, Watts Price prophets, the guys that was actually getting yes. spoken Absolutely. word and poetry over drums. Because that language yeah. that they yeah. used in that was not appropriate language, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so it's really that same vein, expressing that and in in, in projecting a certain kind of energy. And a lot of times the energy is angry because you got to think, you know, the roots of that is, you know, these brothers was revolutionaries, you know what I'm saying? Talk about really changing the climate of things and shit and going about things in a revolutionary manner, meaning like taking Stuff. So that energy and the way they portrayed that man is the same energy that you hear in gangster rap man, and it's really uh, uh, speaking about the same ideas and the same concepts. If you listen to it, it's just a big difference because what we're doing now is right now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like I'm for them, in their days, but it was right then and it was heavy then. We might listen yeah. to that and think, you know, we're a little desensitized because, you know, we're using that language all the time. But then in the era when them dudes came out, that shit was profound. Let's um, let's uh, let's go back to the good life and let's let's help set the scene. I think a lot of people think um, when they think of L.A., if you're not you know if you're not from SoCal, you think of Hollywood. You might think of Venice. You might think of uh, or you might think of the quote unquote hood that they drive through. Um, right. Explain like where good life is located. Explain you know like kind of set the tone like where where is it in the city who. Who's in that part of the city? Who comes to that right. part of the city? You know, and and kind of like, and and you know, it, was it a nighttime thing? What what day of the week was it? Kind of give people. The, well, Crenshaw always was, was always was popping. Yeah. Crenshaw always was popping. I mean, it's yeah, always right. been the hangout. That that whole strip from I would say Adams all the way up to shit um, Imperial or more so Manchester. That's the strip. You know, and that's in the in the heart of the black community. You know, I mean, all the consciousness, everything. I mean, people from New York will probably equate Crenshaw to 125th Street. It's our 125th Street, you know, where everything they play. It's very, you know, a lot of different hoods because from where it stretched, you're going to go through the 60s all the way up into the Inglewood. So, you know, you have a whole bunch of different sets. You know, you're going to pass through the, uh, the uh, borderline of the jungle. So you got the black peace stones over there. So you're going to travel through a lot of different uh, environments. And, and, and I say environments, you know, better term if you're from L.A. It's sets. So that environment already takes place. But then there's a lot of consciousness that takes place, I would say, in the park regions of Crenshaw, where you'll have, you know, when when we 
were out uh, for All Lives Matters protesters when Trayvon Martin. I mean, that's usually the point of reference that the community will go if you're protesting, you know, and you will try to get information. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the Lamert Park area, I mean, of course, I've been there and kicked it, but mm-hmm. I don't want to speak on things I don't know about. So from what I've, from what I've heard from, from Kat, that's also an OG spot for the jazz scene. In early of course, day, right? Of course, yeah, exactly. Because you had Fifth Street, you had Fifth Street Dicks over there, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. which was a real uh, jazz hangout. And it's funny because a lot of the, the, the segment when Freestyle Fellowship started getting into the live band thing, that comes from the association with Fifth Street Dicks, and they had a band called the... Um, the Extension. Uh, yeah, it was an extension, and then uh, the, the band was called um, Underground Railroad that they initially started playing with. That came out of their jam. He was the head drummer, and that's where the whole band element started getting infused. Because when we start talking about the good life, you're talking about the grandfather of Project Glow scene. You know, and Project Glow scene had its roots over in Lamert because they're right across the street from Lamert Park. Because what happened is, is that these young men who went into the good life, when they began to understand, you know, people getting signed out of there, famous people coming by there, it becomes the spot. The young people tend to now wanted to have a little more power, you know, like, okay, we want to have a little more control of the environment uh, that was being taken place. Because you got to think of the good life. It was young people. It was ran by B. Hall, conscious community leader. You know, sister always did things for the youth. You know, we had the rules where we couldn't cuss. You got to think when it started getting popular and people getting older now, you know, they want to flex. They want to. They want to do their hip hop grown now. They don't want to do their hip hop like kids anymore. When they didn't want to relinquish no power or whatever the disagreement you know, took place between the heart of the good life and B Hall, that's when they started their own thing. And that's Project Blow that went on down the street in the Lamar Park area. So, you know, you that's when you start talking about the bloodline, like the good life is the grandfather to it. You know, it lived on and progressed and, you know, moved on with Project Blow. So when, that, you, yeah. when you say you have cats coming, you said, I love when you said that's where people, that's where cats got their styles from. Um, right. At what point in time, like, how long, what was the momentum? How long did it take to get that point where it was starting to become a staple um uh you would have to right well i think you would have to associate it with the signing of uh uh freestyle fellowship and the success of um pistol grip pump which are probably the two of the biggest they oh and then also i can never forget i always forget because they were like dancers when they was around but they did go into hip-hop the far side Far side comes from the good life, Absolutely. you know. So when you start thinking about of all the big things uh, that took place in L.A. outside of gangster rap, its roots go back to the good life. Ahmad, you know what I'm saying? He comes back to the good life. I mean, he wasn't a staple there, but he was a you know, regular enough for you to associate it there. He's been on that stage more than once. And then even um, the guy who was nominated for a Grammy out of the good life. Um, uh, ski law. I wish I was a little bit taller. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and and people like yourself, and you, you've got you know the legendary Medusa. Of course, of course, of course. And then and then just the influence. I think what you said it most just the influence of style. You know that that you know 
where I, I don't think people necessarily well, actually I can't say that I think there were some some obvious bites but I think just of course on a more on a more positive note just the influence you know the influence um, of style I mean when you start thinking about think about the heavy hitters in um uh, the dog pal, heavy hitters, um, RBX, super MC, uh, corrupt, super MC, corrupt has roots back to the good life. I make corrupt I'm at the good life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so, um, and, hey, we, we well, we'll, we'll keep, and tell me about that. Was he busting or was he just, uh, no, I see, yeah, he was outside busting. And I'm trying to, oh, you know what? He was up there with peace. He was up there with Peace. They was rhyming outside and stuff like that. He was definitely getting it in. He was getting to work in because the good life was just like the, really the warm up, the, uh, uh, the, you know, let's get it popping and stuff, man. The after party that took place in the parking lot, the battles and the robbers, that's where the, 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 the shit took place at. <laughs> you know, like to really be honest, man, some of the illest robs I heard wasn't even on the stage. It was outside afterwards. That scene. Cause that's her, cause you gotta think, it's like over the 10 o'clock. Well, there's nobody going nowhere, man. Brothers be out there, man. It's a damn near midnight in that parking lot going hard. And then, and, and what years, and let's, let's tell the audience, so, you know, what year are we talking about? Well, are we talking like are we talking 90? About and when did it start? I would say it started in, I believe, 1991. I remember it, it was going on during the riots and stuff. So I would say, like, maybe anywhere from, yeah, maybe 91 to uh, 93, 94, something like that. It had, like, a three-, four-year run, I believe. If I, but I'm guessing. I'm guessing, but I think it was about a three-year, early 90s, anywhere between 91, 93, 94. Which is, you know, which is, you know, especially at that time, you know, I mm. think... You know, because, you know, you see the cliche images of, of, of what was going on, and many of them were real, but then you, you also have these reactions to that, or or uh, not reactions, maybe just the need for it, the, mm-hmm. it just, the, you know, the fact that that was happening in the midst of everything else going on, I think is, is dope and interesting, at least from a far in perspective and even to give a testimony to it it lived through the riots like that was one of the things that wasn't touched you know what I'm saying like it is crazy that wasn't touched in the uh, chili place across the street that wasn't even open at the time but it's black owned wasn't touched like those that nobody messed with them during the riots, I remember going in there and having a uh, veggie burger, veggie uh, chili burger during the riots. The riots was going on, people tripping and going in there and having a veggie chili burger during that time. <laughs> That's a trip. <laughs> you know, trip. so it's just, it, 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 that's a testimony to what it was. Wasn't a white going up over there tripping. Well, check it out. This is Popular Nobody. This is episode two. It's yes, sir. Born on Law. My name is Ariano. We are going to take a break. We're going to get into some of Born Alive's music. We're going to listen to some of Freestyle Fellowship, AC Alone, Abstract Root. Um, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk more with Born Alive. This is Popular Nobody. Welcome to Popular Nobody. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe out. 
There's an MC flowing deep and wide, deep and wide. Rhymes I got plenty, keep them right by my side. Come and get a flow, jump inside the boat for the ride. There's an MC flowing deep and wide, deep and wide. Now, everybody up, odd man in. Better play a game of Russian roulette and God's gonna win. I hope you quit for the adventure, man. To the front and women and children to the back of the boat. Finna be a float in about 50 seconds. Better believe we bought enough free chicken for the picnic and while the time is ticking. Automated belt drive, belt tip scribe, I'm your guide. To the innermost, outermost, post to the other side. Now my body is my temple, and my temple is my prize. And my mind shine like the sun do, and here's a little word from the wise. You go up the river, down the creek, cross the lake, and over the stream trying to escape this MC. There's an MC flowing deep and wide, deep and wide. MC's flowing deep and wide, deep and wide. Rhymes speak up clean to keep them right by sides. Come and get a flow, jump inside the boat for the ride. There's an MC flowing deep and wide, deep and wide. Obviously, this happens periodically. It's not me, it's the God in me. I'm rapping slow melodically, aeronautically. Aaron is high, Aaron is high, Aaron is flying. Why in me, me? The glare in your eye, they're in the lying down position. The music's a masseuse. Going through your body, making all the tension loose. Audio boost, their reaction means satisfaction. Seems to happen when I'm rapping and they hear me clearly and cheering, even teary-eyed in the b-boy kingdom, we some rude stylists scatting, rapping, roll twists but that's just for audio analysis the dopest you diagnose this, but still don't get too close this may have a ferocious side there's an MC flowing by deep and open wide MC's flowing deep and wide, deep and wide Rhymes we got plenty, keep them right by sides. Come and get a flow, jump inside the boat for the ride. There's an MC flowing deep and wide, deep and wide. life salute to hip-hop and all the contributors let's get back to our interview with born allah um cve um was a lot of was very much responsible for all the production that brothers did uh out of the good life uh you know they produced everybody and like you said they was responsible most people when they came to the good life didn't have it he didn't have a beach rhymed over it um want to see the EP. So when you watch the movie, This Is The Life, which is the documentary about uh, the good life, when you see those performances and stuff, a lot of times, those are CDs the brothers was rhyming over, which is probably uh, the predecessor to what brothers is really calling trap beats right now. Really, if you listen to it, absolutely, you have a lot of trap music, man. You know, <laughs> if you go listen to some of that early stuff, there you will probably be like, yo, probably will rhyme on that stuff right now. They was way ahead of their time. Uh, that the way and just style in general, man. The way brothers is rhyming over these trap beats with the that's the chop. The chop that the good life is world for now for, like the way people are rhyming now, man, that's the chop. It's a, you know, bastard version of it, but it, it's still the chop. A simplified version of it, but it's still the fucking chop. That chop that came out of the good life, man, has gone so far, and the father of it is fucking Mike and Nine and AC alone. 
Yeah. But Mike and Nine with it, the way he did it, I mean, Mike and Nine is probably like, you know, and I said it in the Good Life movie, I mean, he's the daddy of all that Good Life stuff, that whole scene and whole, you know, holding your hand the way you hold And I found myself even do it. I remember I apprenticed under Mike and Nine for a few years, that whole holding your hand out to the crowd and punching, you know, showing where you're punching at, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that is some Mike and Nine shit. All that shit. And, and real quick for the listeners, um, please, you know, we Google, like I always say, we Google a bunch of bullshit. Google uh, Mike, and, Mike and Nine. It's M-Y-K-A. M-Y-K-E and then either the number nine or he spells nine, N-Y-N-E. You know, we, we try and we, we hashtag people when they pass away. We don't pay attention mm-hmm. to the people who paved the way that are still right. alive. And, and Mike and Nine, man. You know, it's like Jimi Hendrix still alive, <laughs> right? For West Coast hip hop, when you start talking about lyricism, man, like he's the daddy of it. Like straight up, he's that dude. You know, especially when you start getting into rhyming and singing and incorporating harmonics, like he's the daddy of that. That Dre shit, Michael was doing that shit a long ass time ago. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that Drake shit, that Drake be doing, like all the harmonics and everything. I mean, West Coast have a lot of foundation to that. I mean, the same way you bring up Mixmaster Spade, man, and Blessing, man, because he is our original T.J. Swan, what T.J. Swan was yeah. trying to do. You know, so it's it's crazy the hip hop influence, you know, or just the hip hop version of what the pioneers in New York were doing. Because I always equate what Soul Sonic Force was doing was like Egyptian Lover and Uncle Jam's Army. That was our Soul Sonic Force. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and Uncle Jam Army and, uh, are the predecessors to the world class wrecking crew, and the world class wrecking crew gave birth to what we have, Dr. Dre. I mean, Ice T was our Scooby D. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it even took him a second because initially he was a very uh, his early work. When you think about the stuff he did with Breaking and everything, man, he was up with the Super B Boy stuff and the Gargles and everything. Reckless, I think. Yeah, when he put out Reckless and all that, which is uh, before six in the morning. You know, six in the morning kind of came out of the clear blue for us. If you really knew uh, Ice T oh, and was a, uh, a fan, because he was on some super B boy Zulu Nation shit. You know, especially with his uh, uh, earlier association with uh, Africa Islam. His stuff was really super yeah. B-boy, West Coast B-boy, you know, especially when you start thinking about his work in an association with the movie Breaking that was out here, which yeah, was he supposed to be the West Coast first. He wasn't shooting, he was breaking. <laughs> right, right, right. It was a whole different scene, you know. It wasn't until 6 in the morning that it got thugged out. <laughs> and he you know, was saying in interviews and shit, he was like, yeah, my people was like, do some shit for us. The people we ain't out with. And that's when he, that, that's when you got that. And then from there, we got Ron Taze and all that other stuff. And that's when it started getting hood on him and shit. Yeah. Good spit, you know? So it's, it's, you know, historically, man, when you start really tracing all these roots and stuff, man, I mean, all of it has connection. But like I said, it's really two bloodlines, that NWA bloodline and then that bloodline that comes from the good life, which is the lyricism. So you got gangster rap and the quote unquote the B-boy. And, uh, and you singing. can't have, and you, not to cut you off, but you can't have one without the other because it's the same fucking community. 
Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like it's a separation of, of people that, you know, like or <laughs> do that style of music are in a different part of the neighborhood. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it might, well, authentic, you know, authentic artists will say that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can mm -hmm. be in the middle of nowhere and, and, and just be a liar. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and, and right. talk about a life you've never lived. But I right. think, like, I think, like, um, you know, a lot of the cats, you got the, the whole conscious label. Um, mm -hmm. Man, we're like, it doesn't mean they weren't in like the same rough neighborhood. They just, that's how they chose to express their hip Exactly. exactly. Even with me, I, I grew up in a gangbang. Right. And I grew up in a gangbang neighborhood, man. But when I went to New York for, uh, for a year living with my father and I got knowledge and came back, I was the weirdo walking around in dashikis and big African medallions I made in, in woodshop class with a shoestring around my neck. Like, in my hood, that shit was like, who, who is this guy? I was, I stood out like De La Soul when De La Soul first came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, who you know is this dude? You know what, brother? That is a perfect, perfect segue to uh, the, our, the next segment I want to get into you with. Before I do that, um, I want to recap real quick. I want people to check okay. out Google The Good Life, Google Project Blow, look up the artists connected to them, Born Allah, AC Alone, Abstract Crude. Uh, please name some other artists I'm going to forget. Oh, man, you know, Vicen, uh, Charlie, Charlie Tuna, uh, you know, Jurassic 5. Um, uh, oh, then even the, the young and new coming guys, man, that's coming out now, the no can dudes, um, yep. otherwise, uh, Mike Eagle, like all those are the new forerunners now that thing, you know, verbs, the, um, uh, yeah, verbs and them guys, you know what I'm dumbfounded, saying? So, right? I think, Arthur yeah, dumbfounded, right? yeah, dumbfounded as well, man, like all those is the new generation dudes, man, if you're going to, you know, check them guys out too, but then and you the always got your heavyweight. Um, the name of the movie is called This Is The Life, directed by uh, Ava, and I hate always mispronounce her last name, but the same sister who directed Selma, but um, This Is The Life, very good movie. It's a documentation about the good life, Thursday nights. Check that out, man. See where a lot of your popular artists got their styles from. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just it's just a good flick overall, man. It actually won the uh, best documentary in uh, Sundance when it first came out, man. So it's definitely a, it's a good look outside of the information and the people they're talking about. It's awesome. done well, man. It's a good movie. Absolutely. Let's uh, you know. Let's get back to some some music uh, from some of the artists we're talking about. Let's uh, let's play some Mike and Nine. Let's play. Let's wow. play a little bit of more Born a Lot. Um, yeah. And let's play. You know what we're gonna do too before we get into the next segment. We're gonna play an artist like Will I Am, who blew right. up, who right. um, who's so impactful and such a representative of like. You know, hip hop culture and all that, but, but really of LA culture too. And, mm -hmm. um, so we're going to play some of him just to keep that balance in there because, um, you know, none of this is confined to a certain style. We're just going to play what was and what is. So this is Popular Nobody, episode two, Born a Law. My name is Ariano and we'll be right back. Listening to an exclusive interview with Born Allah. Right now, this is the game produced by Will I Am, featuring Will I Am and Nas. What's up, everybody? My name is Sage, 
Lights flicker, they smoke us like cigarettes. Need a light, nigga. Used to chastise and string us up. Despite niggas will to fight for the culture. Instead, we eaten by vultures. They mix us like mimosas. Hang us on wanted posters. Ask for license and registration. What they gun out the holster. Some of us guilty, some of us not. Some of us filthy, rich. Others just watch as niggas drive up the block. We think we keeping it 100, coming back to the hood. They think we flossing money, so they pull a ratchet. What's good? It happens in Compton, happens in Queens, happen in Big L, happen in Chinks and Tupac in that passenger seat. Sometimes it's internal, happens for you, happen to blink What's beef? Cops killing niggas dead in the street So before we look outside, we gotta look within Cause now we the dinosaurs, I think the world about to end It seems like everywhere I go, everybody's in a struggle All the whole is a ghetto, all the whole is a ghetto The ghetto, the ghetto, the ghetto What's up everybody? I'm from the project builders, high stories, my stories from balance to glory, dog eat dog world, glory in the gutter, brother despise brother, throwing threats at each other, broken bottles and bar fights with box cutters, alcoholics, narcotics, organized, family sleep from a gas stove, burned alive, they bagging up drugs with plastic gloves, on his way to the top with his cashy shrugs, kidnappers, degenerate thieves and gamblers, stealing panhandlers, rapid grands up, rubble bands on their grands, what, playing cards and they bored, members of gangs living by and dying by the sword, block parties, food stamp debit cards, your hood ain't no different from ours we share the same dreams same money same clothes and cars instead we get the same jail bars the world's a ghetto the world's a ghetto the world's a ghetto the world's a ghetto Me 
me and Godson jumping out of project buildings in black parachutes. Both classic, both ride through the hood in a pair of coops. Flow sick, mix the Henny with the Theraflu. He told me I was ill at that Houston's. Nigga, where was you? Hip-hop critics, sit the fuck down. Get a chair too. I ain't trying to kick knowledge, just a paragraph of parables. Grew up, spent the whole middle school in the same pair of shoes. Me and my brother Shan shoes. My childhood was terrible. That's why I spent nights on the rooftop smoking medical. You got a minute, my nigga? Let me break down the variables. Adapted to my surroundings. Flow better than I used to. Mama, this for us bias for the days I wore fubu. Having buku dreams. Deuce, deuce and jeans, my nigga. Now we'll end your career two sixteens, my nigga. If he the God's son, then I must be the prophet. And all this King Galilee shit, you niggas need to stop. What's up, everybody? My name is Sage. You're listening to Popular Nobody. And these are my songs of the week. Like everywhere I go, everybody's in a struggle. Oh, the whole is a ghetto. Oh, the whole is a ghetto. The ghetto. The ghetto. It's a folk record that's been tripping off and on time, but we've been benefiting. Mm-hmm. Smoky quartz as an element I view thick sediment for the bare essentials. Intelligence vapor is choking and the bandit invoking as Wednesday's relevance. Robert's incredulous opening arguments, dusty regiments, Amsterdam medicine, and did the smoggy precipice mountains of evidence, starry nebulous, cloaked in clouded weather report, boots on showers, gaseous area, more than 500,000 million misty, civilian and brilliant, so steamy energy building, foggy familiar memory monologue flavor, Welcome kiss to me by my nobody. eyes of touch sensitive stimulant, frisbee, sheep, milky way, murky maida, working goblet emboldened by the golden not burnt problem, the evolving revolution of the world turned begrimed, blinded by the light that's guiding, providing a black shine moment molded in smoldering molten hot potions, dingy threads clothed but imposing my will in a symposium, fuming mausoleum of a museum, quality luminous gray cascading slight of and magic cylinders grimy dillingers exploding in images of a solar burst sooty muddy, focus clearer with the more sensors used, cauldron fires, thermal jets fuel higher spheres of love in a squadron, no chemtrails these are signals not from liars but truth bearers similar to hearing heat rocks as these diffracted pixel cell gravitational lensing bending condensing neat spot unveiled visibility hindsight insight einstein 2020 my mind bright and open up because this time's right visibility hindsight insight einstein 2020 my mind bright and open up because this time's right visibility hindsight Insight Einstein 2020, my mind bright and open up because this time's right. Visibility hindsight. Insight Einstein 2020, my mind bright and open up because this time's right. What you call me? 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 
What you call me? What you call me? What you call me? It's Papa to nobody, y'all. It's Mike and I. Do your homework. You can see where a lot of rappers got their got their style from. What's up, everybody? My name is Sage. You're listening to Popular Nobody. And we are back. My name is Ariano. This is Popular Nobody Podcast, Episode 2. We are back with Born Allah. Peace. Yeah, um, so like I was saying, it's, it's, uh, it's just so crazy, man, because during that transition, like when a good life was going on, and, uh, you know, I got knowledge when I was 16, man, so when I started talking about a lot of that early hip-hop stuff, man, and when I went into the transition of getting into the, getting the knowledge of myself and running around with the, like I said, wearing daishikis and crowns with tassel on them and the big African medallions and stuff like that that I made in woodshop class, man, it was like I was a different cat, you know, when I got knowledge, man, I went, you know, during my rebellious years, my mother sent me to live with my father, and during that time is when I got the knowledge of myself, and... And kind of, real quick, and real, real uh-huh. quick, man, just for lame terms, like, when you say knowledge stuff, I, I, I think I have an understanding of that. What, what does okay. that, what does that really mean to you, and especially at that time period in your life? Okay, when I got knowledge of myself in saying that is that I found the teachings of the five percent nation, the law of the father and it's five percent. Um, but getting knowledge yourself because everybody ain't five percent. But basically finding your root, your consciousness that woke you up to just question things. And I'm not just talking about regular religion because that's religion is regimented, you know, it's that's that program it's that's really a program when you get acknowledged to yourself you're saying hey outside of religion the concepts and ideas i know that i have that i abide by that make me me you know people come come into um uh, uh how you, you know to the come. universe exactly exactly how you connect to the universe and how not more more so how how you equate with your supreme being that's the knowledge of of yourself, you and your relation to God and everything around you. That's the knowledge of yourself, how you relate. Because the religion, all they do is say, hey, do all these rituals and this will get you to God or heaven or whatever your end game is. That's what religion is. Abide by these rules. If you don't, there's a spot for you and shit where we put all those that didn't abide by the rules and we got a spot for everybody that did apply by the rules. Okay, well, you know let's, let's, <laughs> so that's what, real quick, um, so let's, since you kind of brought that up, what is, just give me the, this, you know, the differences, what dis- distinguishes 5% from what people might think is practicing Islam? Right, okay. Being a five percenter, or specifically one of Allah's five percent, our teachings is that man is God and man is devil. And based on a person's ways and actions and their characteristics, you can identify who they are. There's nobody, you're taking responsibility for yourself. That regardless of what happens to you, right, wrong, or indifferent, it is based off of your deeds and your actions as a result. Sounds good. That's, yeah, that's that's what that is. 
you know, and we were one of the laws 5%. And the term, a law of the father, and uh, was also in the mosque initially. Based off of his uh, studies there and the teachings that he got, he came to the realization that he was God, that the black man was God. So then he said, hey, he began to teach this. He couldn't do this in the nation of Islam. So he okay, left the now, nation of Islam. Real quick, and, and please, mm-hmm. um, I'm only saying this because I'm trying to operate as somebody who's listening. So okay. you get somebody, you get somebody who hears the black man is God. So in my interpretation with that, as somebody who I feel like has for a while been on a quest for my own knowledge of self, um, I, I interpret that with my understanding that at the end of the day, all of our ancestry is traced back to Africa. Right, period. Of the black period. And period. period. And that's it. So that's all it so, is. So take away take away, you know, the fear of black man or whatever. Right. The fact that right. like at the end of the day, every every scientist who who is most of them aren't religious mm-hmm. can trace the original man back to Africa. Right. So I don't of say course. that with a fist raised, I say that with just reading and trying to understand life. So of I just course, want to, you know, course. maybe people to get an understanding when they hear that. So right. some people don't, and, don't and, go, oh, and I want to explain oh. the whole spectrum of it because a lot of people uh, assume a lot of things with our nation. One of the key teachings of the father is that we're not anti, we're not anti-white nor are we pro-black. We're anti-devilish pro-righteousness. There are white five percenters. The first white by five percenters was taught by the father of law himself and his name is Azrael. He was taught by the father. You know what I'm saying? So, and when you say that the black man is God, we're just saying that he is the founder of all things. Within the black man exists a dominant and recessive gene. So this allows him to be all shades of the spectrum with any nationality that you can name. There is a complexion of a black man, that same complexion. Even all the way down to white because we can produce albinos. There's nothing that Caucasians can do that can create black. It's not in their genetics. You know what I'm saying? So they, that's why you say that from all things come the black man. Also within the black man, you have an X and a Y chromosome, which is male and female. And the female only has an X chromosome. So that's how you know that women couldn't be the first people on the planet because it's not in genetics to create man. If you look at the man, you know, see, I find it interesting, you know. And see, I can uh-huh. say I find it interesting and I, I, and I don't say that in a condescending way. I believe truth is, is interesting and, and facts are interesting. But for me, it doesn't, I'm not saying I'm not proud of who I am. It doesn't mean that like, I don't like, I don't have a self hate. You know what I mean? Like I, I personally, in my experience, you know, coming from some of my family being immigrants, some of my family being in this country, I, I, I kind of have grown up not really identifying you know, wholeheartedly with a certain religion um, mm-hmm. or race. Now, obviously, I walk down the streets. I'm going to have a certain experience based on certain things, but I've never like carried that. You know, so um, I think it's you know, I think it's when I listen to the type of knowledge, the type of things you're talking about. It's just I I, I find it more of like 
a history lesson rather than like rather than like a uh, rather than a threatening thing. Right. Because it's like a part of like human history. Right. Some of the things that you're saying that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. Because what it is 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 that when you put everything in a, in a, in a chronological line as far as time is concerned, you know, uh, Caucasians are the last people to really to be on the planet Earth. So a lot of the history that we get come from you. That you know, especially us here in America, comes from when you guys come and forward. And what it is 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 that when you start getting into the knowledge of self, you begin to realize things that predated the history. Didn't that start he, there. That he's pretty, <laughs> yeah, that she wasn't privy to. We're starting to learn that history now. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. why it becomes you know, it, it's a more of a profound thing more than anything, and it isn't a, a slight at you. You're not supposed to know. <laughs> Man, you know, which is so cool to know that people have right. been on this earth longer doing amazing things. Longer. That should yeah. be inspiring. That shouldn't be... That should just be inspiring. Right, you know, no question. If, if you feel like, you know, we've only been around for a couple thousand years, man, then... Oh. Then you don't believe in dinosaurs, and you're and you're not allowing yourself to see the beauty in like what has happened before you, you know, of and, and also the pain and all and all that stuff. But just to see like the amazing, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I digress. It's just because of the historical <laughs> thing. But then, and to get back into um, man being God, it's just that you become you realize that all these things come from you. You are the essence of all these things. And and that's the realization that you come to when you say it's a black man is God. But keep in mind, it's not a belittle anything anyone else because everybody has prominent positions. Same way we call our women the earth. She can't so speak, a little, speak a little closer, bro. Speak a little closer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, as far as we call our women being the earth, and it is the um, a belittling to her to say that she's not God because I'm not spitting no baby between my legs. That's your blessing that you're able to do. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's role, everybody's role in the things take place is all of uh, equal importance in a sense. But the titles are who they what they are. I agree that so absolutely yeah. So it, you know, like I said, it's not a belittling of anyone. It's just of understanding the titles and understanding the roles of various people uh, and, and, and products alike. So it, it's, it's a simple concept. It's not hard. And then what the law did was he, he left the mosque and began to start teaching youth in the streets of Harlem in 1964. And he started off with nine youth, and from there the nation grew. To now we just had our 50-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. As far as um, uh, celebrating the birth of our nation, but the father of law came and he gave us supreme mathematics and he gave us supreme alphabet, and he also gave us some lessons that he was studying as far as in the mosque, and that's the regiment of the five percent. That's our our the way that we express these teachings: supreme mathematics and supreme alphabet are basically the numbers one through nine and given definition, and then you have the alphabet A through Z, and these things are given definition, and we're learn to uh, unlock various things in life basically off of our numerology. Okay, um, I want to ask you this. And, 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 and that's where and, 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 and that's why that's why I wanted to one of the many reasons I want to talk with you but as far as this topic, so mm-hmm. for the average person 
Would would you say what you know? Would you would you say you practice Islam? I my we teach that the culture is I God. Okay. The early brothers that got these teachings, yes, it was Islam because in the streets of New York during this time, a lot of people were captivated by Elijah Muhammad and the uh, Malcolm X, very popular during the time, you know, it was in the 60s, early 60s, um, yeah. that this was taking place. So everybody wanted these teachings. And what the father did was, because none of them wanted to go and join the nation and get into the, you know, the program over there in order to get these things, uh, this information, which was the only way he was able to get it during this period of time. When the law came out, he he made uh, the people be able to get access to these things because this is how he began to teach these concepts and principles. He utilized their approach with lessons. So we don't, I don't consider this Islam, and we don't, they say that it's Islam because it starts from there. Even if you look at our flag, there's a crescent moon, but then there's a seven on top of it because the Father and God came to us out of Islam. But the culture is I, God. The I represents individually and collectively, like if we're in a meeting and we say all in favor, we say I. I is also the Roman numeral number one. So that's why it represents us individually and collectively. Because when we, because as an individual, yes, you are God, and all the elements exist within you. But we are greater when we work together. So anytime that you add another one on the same with the same determined idea, you become greater. So the culture is I God. Same way you do with your family, you do with your family. It's like you know, you begin to build your family. You choose a woman, you add one, and then when you and her what make babies, the culture is I God. Yeah, you know, that's why I wanted to I wanted to talk about it because I think especially with nowadays, you know, people they they read a tweet, they think that's a story. Um, right. they click on a link, they think that's the movie. I mean we're in right. an era where people don't even really take the time to get information. Um, I bet you most people don't know where Syria really is. Um, right, exactly. And, I, it, and that's the key that always messes with us, too, because they always assume that we are Muslims. The father's son is well, not Muslim. It, 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 exactly. And so you, you've got that di- that difference. And mm-hmm. and, then, and then you've got, then if, if you want to talk Islam, I mean, as, as far as, like, people, every person is different. What, what right, people choose right. to do with their information, each individual exactly. is going to be different. And then you're talking about thousands of years so you're talking about different mm-hmm. families and different cultures you're gonna have so you're gonna have different we could even simplify it, we could even simplify it to the people even if we were talking about christianity the well that's uh, where i was going that's right going. because the baptist that's, you know four chapel or the quarter right. ain't the same as the people that's in the catholic church doing their little hymns and stuff like that you know so to assume that to put islam all in the same box that the dudes that we're seeing all these events take place that they're claiming is doing that. It's all the same thing. It's like, come on, that's preposterous. Cause well, the church that my granny went to ain't the same one that the other people at the other place go to. <laughs> no, and, and it's, and, and, and which is great, cause that's why life is, <laughs> that's uh, the way life should be. Um, and which is, which is going back to the lack of information. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you've got, you've got people that, that I don't even think, I don't think, I'll speak for myself. As Americans, I don't think we're really going to get down to anything until we can actually talk about our history, honestly, so we can get to the future correctly. You know, so 
I mean, we don't we don't equate well. Most people don't equate Christianity with the slaughter of right. hundreds of millions of Native Americans, hundreds mm-hmm. of millions of of Africans. But we so we get to a point now, 2015, where where we equate Islam with with terrorism. I mean, it's just it's it's insane. It's it's insane to me. How you take right. extremism and then you blanket everything over that, including things right. like the Five Percent Nation that have nothing to do with it, including right. different countries that have. I mean, we're talking about different countries, different types of people. So, and then within hip hop, I don't. You know, I think there's a lot of cats in hip hop, especially nowadays. You know, I'm I'm 39. I'll be 40. I grew up with cats who were in the nation. That that were family friends and and people who did nothing but just share information and want to talk with me. Um, I also grew up where I I was in a culture where I had big music artists like Brand Nubian or Jamar, um, people like that. To where I also got little glimpses and little seeds of it in that, in the midst of getting little seeds of. You know the maybe Christian influence tip. I don't know, but there was a balance in it. There was a balance to where I didn't associate one thing with Islam at all, at least in that right. era. Um, right. So I just I just think that people ain't I educated that, like you though, know, folks. That's I mean that's really just what it is. I mean, how many people are going to have those type of experiences? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really, yeah, yeah, it's like these are rarities that take place, you know, uh, for the overall, when you start thinking about the masses, I mean, even when you look at the concept of the 5%, it comes from a lesson in 1934 where they say you have the 85%, you have the 10%, you have the the 5%. And I found this to be applied across the board. Now, the 85% are just blind followers. They just in it for, you know, whatever reasons, tradition, uh, habit, whatever, you know, yeah, whatever, you know, Whatever it is, you're just you're just in it. You're just in it for whatever reason it is. You know, you don't even you're not even conscious of it. Yeah. Then you have the ten percent. Then you have the ten percent. Now these people, they know the truth, but they um they're trying to make profit off of it. These are people who know the truth, withheld the truth to profit off of it. The five percent just people uh, are people who are sincere and true and teaching the truth. I mean, even if me and you right now decide to build or create an organization, a business, or whatever, some people are going to be involved just because yeah, you're my friend and I am with it. You know what I'm saying? You're just I'm just down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're going to have people who's going to be with it and is in it for the profit. You know what I'm saying? And then there's other people that's going to be in it for hey, I just believe in the cause. I just believe in the cause. And that's just just the world. Blind followers, blood suckers, and people who's just for the cause. Well, you know what, too? And then, no, I agree. And then, you know, as far as, you know, this this show goes out to the world, but we are in America. Um, uh-huh. I think as an American, you know, if, if you don't travel, you don't realize that, okay, there's... Spanish folks in a million different shades. There are um, people that speak Arabic in a million different shades. There are people that speak. So it's in America we have it's this, that, that, and this. 
So we we compartmentalize deeper. You know, once again, everybody's experience is going to be different, but it's, um, I think, uh, I always say travel is the best educator, you know, um, I just feel like, man, the, the more you get outside your comfort zone, you're uncomfortable, the more you learn from other people, the more, the more I learn about myself. Um, so it's, uh, I think it's super key. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, how, at what point in time did you, did, did you start um, naturally or on purpose letting this influence your, your craft, your music? And then um, how do you think that has um, been for you as an artist, good or bad? And then kind of like from there, you know, what are you up to now with it and right what is you know what's what's your mission currently you know so okay. yeah. well basically yeah, when i got i got knowledge at a young age i was 16 years old so it immediately impacted uh what i did creatively i mean when i was a youngster uh my name was mc cool you know <laughs> so <laughs> as a rapper and then uh when i got knowledge i started when i first got knowledge i initially changed my name to lord mustafa and I, that's when I, I got a record deal when I got out of high school with Sony Records. I was signed to Sony and I did an album called Movement X. And you could definitely hear the impact of, of the teachings in that album. I mean, during that period when I came out, Public Enemy was popping, Karis won. So, you know, you could hear that X Clan, exactly X Clan. I used to tour with them, brand new bands came out right behind me. So it was just a slew of conscious music that took place. And like I said, I got my record deal when I was 19. I got knowledge when I was 16. So it immediately impacted my, um, uh, my thing in music uh after that period um you know when i got into the battle scene everything always worked out for me i would say this though because you know and if you guys are really into some rarity stuff because i began to associate born law and started using the name uh daddy grace or now when you look me up it might be born law alias daddy grace and you may be able to find some early works that i did under daddy grace and i incorporated daddy grace as an alias because after 9-11 people um creatively were very uh adamant about me changing my name and using it as an artist which this is my name i changed my name you know to born law when i was like probably in my 20s so it's like i've always used it but they were talking about me going by another name but just going by born because the uh influence that Allah having a law in my name uh had or affected people. Especially after Oh, I mean well they had people I mean did they have people on lip? I mean they this yeah. is a time period where, you know, these youngsters might not know. Some of these things supposedly are being removed. Um I doubt it. Um but you know, they had they got to the point where they had a list of songs you couldn't play. Um you if if you if with your name, absolutely <laughs> 
they would check the flow. And, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and that's where the difficulty started coming in. And even now, I mean, you know, when I put out stuff, I always say Born Law Alias, Daddy Grace, you know, to give, you know, I kind of used it as an alias. And it is funny because I usually, uh, because the term that we use in Allah, as far as in our name as being a father center, everybody carries the Allah in their name, all the men. You'll have Born Law, King Law, so and so on, and they always end up with Allah because that's the family name. But the law, a law is giving homage to the person who came and taught these teachings because that was his name. When he left the mosque, he changed his name to Allah. So when all your Allah name, <laughs> for all you hip hop heads, rock him Allah. You know. Right, exactly. Rakim Allah. He's not a terrorist, by the way. <laughs> exactly. You know, he and it's just so funny. <laughs> no question. And it's so funny because it wasn't until they started paying homage to him and stuff that they started actually referring to him as Rakim Allah. Because initially it was always just Rakim, Rakim, Rakim. You don't be thinking or actually hearing that associated with him um, as far as in print and promotion and shit until recent years. Well, in slang, I mean, it, I mean, I, I feel like in, in hip hop slang, um, I mean, maybe you could get more specific with certain words who were a part of hip hop slang at the moment that were reflections of knowledge itself. Like when, when cats called each other God, when cats yeah. uh, what called each other G. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so. I mean, I think there's. Um, now people call each other whatever they want, and that's the problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's no accountability, you know. So you just, you know, what you call somebody is like how you see yourself, you know, and how you see them mm -hmm. too. So it's, um, I, I, I always thought that was interesting, and I'm glad I grew up in that era too, where, you know, I felt like even like, you know, with that being said, cats still were strapped up. There was some, I mean, we're talking the crack era and all that stuff. So I think people, people think the golden era was just like Karis one hovering over the people. But there was a balance though. Like there were cats that had to do dirt that knew it was dirt, but it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that they didn't want knowledge of self. And it didn't, didn't mean that they didn't love their mom. And it didn't mean they didn't want to know why where and all those things so i think yes, that again there's hopefully more of a balance you know yeah and, and that's with anybody i mean you know some of the illest killers i know you know from back in the day was you know going to church on easter sunday and you know mm -hmm. oh man you know i mean was in today you know god i mean one thing about us and having a culture man it's it's a way of life you know regardless of what you may choose to do you have a concept and a morality code of right and wrong. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that all religions across the board equates. The moral code across the board is the same. Only thing that differentiates is who and what they're calling God. But the moral well, I think code they call it the universal truths. Right? Universal truths. Right? Say that again? I think they call that like the universal truths. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that, that they do may have a name for it. Or, or I mean, I, at least that's what I call it. like the, the, the common things that you can find in any so-called religion that are no like, question. You know, no religion te principles. teaches you to do bad shit. You know what I'm saying? No religion yeah. promotes that. It's the men you know? listen to that religion that that uh, just twist it and go and do bad shit in the name exactly. of that thing that didn't say to do that. Mm. Yeah.
No question. Because as, as people, we're making choices, man, and that's really what it boils down to: making choices and um, make them making them choices based off of a, a certain moral code. Yes, sir. Um, I know I can steer you off in so many directions. You have made a contribution to to hip hop, um, and I think that you know there's there's certain people that that are easily satisfied. Are you satisfied with what you've done? Are do you want to keep going? What does keep going mean to you? And and what does at the end of the day? Um, I don't. Th- I get the vibe you're not doing it for success. Like, what? What is? You know, I think everybody has a reason. The real ones have a reason. What is your right. reason in 2015? Actually, did you know? Let's take that away to the audience. Uh, they're going to be hearing this in 2016. It's right now we're recording this in December of 2015, right, right. before the holidays. But in 2000 in motherfucking 16, what is Born Alive's reason? Ooh, the reason I do it now, man, is why do you get in the car, go to the shows, why do you turn on the mic, why do you grab the pen, why, you know, why, like, you know, I love it, man, I really, I really, I just love it, man, you know, just the, sometimes the grind gets boring, you know what I'm saying, just because, you know, with this, way the system runs now it isn't just a case of being in your cubby hole and doing your music and putting it out and just pop like hip-hop is a scene right now you know especially at the level where i'm at right now it's a scene i mean your next opportunity comes from being someplace and running into so-and-so that's doing such and such you know so if you i mean that's really the grind of it and sometimes that gets boring it gets old but just recording and creating ideas and just you know putting music out and getting the response all that's dope like i love that shit i I love that shit you know like just the response you know doing like like right now what really keeps me going is like i do a song and be like oh shit i should do a video for this and do it like this like you know what i'm saying and have access to go and do a cool video and stuff like that man you can check out my youtube born seven of law you know it's youtube forward slash born seven of law see all the videos i've done as a solo artist and also with tabernacle man uh it's just, I, I just love it to just be able to hit people with shit and just to get the reaction. And I I don't know, I'm a fiend. That's my dope. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Um, and, and that's why I know. Uh, we are living, uh, I hate the cliche question, but so where can people find you? <laughs> like, but when, <laughs> when, when people are on their phone um, uh-huh. and they're scrolling through music or YouTube, or sound right. out or anything. Where where can people check your your catalog? Well, all the all the major stuff, you know, like you said, the SoundCloud, which is uh, www.soundcloud forward slash the Church of Hip Hop. Same thing. Um, you on Bandcamp, you can get me, which is the Church of Hip Hop. Dot. Uh, I mean, yeah, Church of Hip Hop. Dot Bandcamp. Dot com. Um, as well as you know, the Twitter LA Born on Law. That's L-A-B-O-R-N-A-L-L-A-H. If you've ever confused on how I spell it, Allah, it's just remember arm, leg, leg, arm, head. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. find me on I really, uh, and get at me. I really appreciate, I really appreciate your time. I think, uh, you know, for, for anybody out there listening, um, man, these are not going to be Twitter interviews. <laughs> 
I don't right. think you can get, really get to know anybody uh, in, in a hundred and whatever characters or in fifteen minutes, like that. You know, yeah. or, or in twenty minutes. You know, and, and oh, and also check me out on my Instagram. I forgot all about my Instagram, man. And that's easy to find me there. Instagram Daddy Grace at Daddy Grace. There you go. Make sure yeah. you check them out. Make sure you look up the Good Life. Make sure you look up Project Blow. Make sure you look up Born Allah. Make sure you look up Evil. Make sure you look up all those artists that come up when you type in those searches. Um, I think that, you know, so many people talk about how they love the hip hop culture. Um, you know, with that being said, man, get to know all the parts. You know, hip hop is more than Tupac, Biggie, Dr. Dre, Right, Atlanta, uh, all those things, and, and don't get twisted. Tupac's my favorite artist of all time, so I, I get the con, you know, understand the context. So I think that it's it's really important to just to to share these relevant stories. These are this is you know, if you love hip hop, if you love music, but more importantly, if you love hip hop, then you need to take the time to to understand where everything comes from and and be a part of that and and it's it's easy to just to to comment or like i think it, it takes a little more time to to listen and if this was too long then i think you need to roll something up and listen <laughs> again i think you should pour some wine not too much wine i don't drink maybe drink right. some tea some coffee <laughs> juice um go for a workout and listen because um we're not gonna get out our ideas. We're not gonna connect with people in soundbite. It's not gonna happen. So I appreciate everybody who's, who's taking the time to listen. We're gonna end the show, of course, with some more music. We've got my son Sage playing uh, his his songs of the week. Um, also, of course, we are on the Wake the Flock Up Network. Um, I appreciate Concept 714. I appreciate Born a Law. Um, and I'm going to say this because I think anybody who's tuning in with some intelligence doesn't need to hear this. But, yo, if you think this show is going to be about tearing down hip-hop, you're wrong. If you think this show is about uh, Christianity, you're wrong. If you think it's about uh, Islam, you're wrong. You know, it's about life. It's about people. We're going to hear different stories, man. So hopefully you can get some knowledge yourself. Hopefully you can connect to other people and, and get, and just understand life more. Like I don't have the answers. Like I said, all I have is the questions and I just represent the creative spirit. My name is Ariano. Uh, this is popular nobody podcast episode two. Once again, voila. Thank you very much. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you and your time, man, and getting me an opportunity to be able to build and talk to the people, man. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Speak on behalf of the people. Born Allah. Hope. Thank you. Faith. It's popular to nobody. We all got a story. Let's switch it up, though. It's me. Ace Hood. Okay, please forgive Turn me, Father. All the sinning I done did, all the dirt I had to do, all the trouble I've been in. Went through trials and tribulations every day to make some ends. I'm a walking testimony, still I stand yet again. You know, shit that I've been through, all this pain ain't that the truth. So much tears that I done cried, feeling like I ain't got shit to lose. Why my granny passed away, why my daughter didn't stay. Wish they both was here today. Let's take him down to Florida. In Jesus name, I done been through hell and back. Mama dodging heart attacks. Ain't no AC in the house.
can call me back Got me stressing about this shit Ain't no way I could relax I was only 18 Ain't no money coming fast Had no choice but turn to God Take some trouble off her back Everything just going wrong Feel like nothing going right I just see my homie Dale And he died within the night Boy, these streets ain't nothing nice Had to make way out the hood Don't nobody give a damn Had to make sure we was good Did like that before you knew it I had got my record deal When you make it from the bottom Just imagine how it feel Lord knows them niggas say Everybody had a doubt Who this nigga think he is That little black boy from the south They was laughing at me then Ain't no laughing at me now And for those who don't believe Ask them now who run the town Ain't no way I'm giving up Ain't no way I'm giving in I done lost it all before Can't go through this shit again no. Welcome to popular nobody what I'm about to do, give me for my sins, for the known, for the unknown. Stop sleeping. Let me get it back to legit to quit. Porsche got two percent of ten. Bitch, I made so many hits. Look how quickly they forget. Go in here and count me out. You can talk behind my back. Don't give fuck about what you say. So you think my music whack? That ain't with my banker said. Couple million wired in. Hope I see a hundred more. That's before retirement. Motivation on you hoes. Ain't no waiting on the door. Heard they praying that I fail. Tell them Ace will never fall. I'm a walking testimony and I mean just what I say. Look, my daughter in her eyes right before she passed away. Watch them doctors pull the plug. Don't want to live another day. This was all in God's fate. Could not be no other way. How I did it. I kept my faith. Welcome to they tried to break me. But ain't no way. I kept my focus. Whipped up the potion. And when you make it out the struggle, you the chosen. I seen the light. Oh, glory, glory. Trials and tribulations. My life is a story. And everything I did to make it made me who I am today We the best is in my blood, ain't no father around to thing I'm a lion in this field, and my heart is made of steel Catch me speeding to the top, I let God take the will Have mercy My name is Ariana And even though we all are not perfect, forgive me Welcome to Popular Nobody We're on the Wake the Flock Up Network This is episode 2 Alabama shakes Hip-hop is everything Get out there and see the world, y'all Right now we down south Smoking like we in California, though Let's go Bless my
gifts. This is Papa to Nobody. The only show where you're going to hear Radiohead, Ace Hood, AC Alone, DJ Khaled on the same show. Because that's what we're about. We're about good music, finding the common thread. Welcome to Popular Nobody. Right now, we're going to end this show on a powerful note. This has been episode two of Popular Nobody, Wake the Flock Up Network. This is Scarface, featuring John Legend. It's called God. I don't care what you believe in. Turn it up. If I had to play God for a day, I would open up the gates, let the world see my face, remove all doubt from the ones without the faith, and put them on the path of the straight, a safe place. The young to come outside, they wanna play I let they mamas know that they okay And when y'all pray I respond so that you all can see a sign And answer every prayer one at a time If I'm God, huh? All the stabbings and the wars would come to cease My whole entire hood would be at peace No more beef And you can sleep without the fears of being woke By the sounds of sirens, screams of people being smoked No more dope, you won't need it You've been cured of all diseases Your whole entire life has been deleted Please forgive me, I was dreaming And rudely interrupted by the demons Laughing at the picture I was seeing on the ceiling Just imagine if the devil had a day If God had took a break and walked away Would you feel safe? If everything you love turned into hate Would the dark angel's evil show you grace? Only to be eaten by a snake One life, one mistake Be careful of the choices that you make Cause one day, you'll be standing on your feet And then the next, you're underneath the sheet greeting death I wonder when I'm asleep, is he there? Sitting on my chest, stealing breath Shortening my days even less Lost souls never rest A killer walks the street seeking flesh An adolescent hangs, she's depressed A priest who confessed A judge typing nigga in a text Your honor, what the fuck did you expect? A father kills his son Look at life, it's a mess Just imagine what would happen if the Lord up and left Who listens when we pray? Who pulls the strings of the wild as we struggle today? Show your face When all that you believed in was a lie Are you willing to accept it when you find out Or try to reason with yourself That's what it is when it's not And all the whole while it's been a plot To poison our minds and leave us blind To the fact that if they keep us in the dark On how they act, we'll react all surprised And not realizing it should have trapped Thought religion was the answer But the answer wasn't that Church and these politics, they all full of crap And it's a shame, but that's what we blaming It's for the scratch, so I don't knock it I'm trying to put a black card in my wallet But some dollars in my pocket ain't the topic Y'all need to stop it, cause this is crazy These little babies ticking time bombs Walking around the lunchrooms pulling guns If the mama and the daddy took the time to raise the son Then the sister wouldn't be a mom before she 21, huh?
Concept 714, my son Sage, the Wake the Flock Up Network. My name is Ariano. I don't represent a race or a religion. I represent the creative spirit. Peace. Welcome to Popular Nobody. We don't care if you're famous. Just make sure what you create is fly as fuck. <laughs>